Lock Talk Radio. Tony, how you doing? Yeah, I'm super fantastic. Every day. <laughs> super fantastic. Wake up, wake up, it's the TNT Denar. We've been waiting so long, but we made it this far. If yeah. you're feeling like I'm feeling, you know it's so hard. Gotta keep your head up, keep your faith in the Lord, and restore the truth. Breaking down the walls, over 10,000 people waiting on the call and when it all coming to reality, it's over with. It's so close, I can feel it like a super hit. You never had it. You keep your head when you cash it. Outlast it. You ain't even got a flash up. How you doing, Tony? I'm super fantastic. Far from past it. Now close your eyes and imagine. Those that been down, bouncing back like elastic. How many really trying to do something that's so drastic? Ask it. If you see another fella of the Denar era of making their life better, yeah. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Triple P, Pam, known as already blessed. We done heard half the news. We waiting on the rest. We waiting to stress. Remember that we on the same map. Tony and Ray ran, the brothers on the same path. It's time for a transference of wealth, and they ain't trying to be left with my life on the shelf. Can't do it by myself, we gotta do it together. A life of wealth, we living like to live it forever. Let's go. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. It was all a dream, but now it's a reality. Now it's where it has to be. Just keep your faith in you will see. Come a catastrophe, but just be patient, though. It's incredible how he used the oddest things to bless your soul. TNT, the Tony, Raven, where you at? People waiting on the intel call to hit you back. Raven got the ladies going crazy on the open mic call. Midnight to the break of dawn is going on. Uh. Living in a time where we really know we need it. You gotta believe it, ain't no time to be conceited. It's blessed life, I cherish like the air that I'm breathing. No grieving, listen to the words that I'm speaking. Lifetime of wealth transferred to the believers. Know somebody ready, I can hear it through the speakers. IQD reevaluation, waiting with anticipation. I'm patient and impatiently waiting to be patient. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. We ain't got the ladies going crazy on the open mic call. Midnight to the break of dawn is going on. Uh. Living in a time where we really know we need it. You gotta believe it, ain't no time to be conceited. This blessed life I cherish like the air that I'm breathing. No grieving, listen to the words that I'm speaking. Lifetime of wealth transferred to the believer. Know somebody ready, I can hear it through the speakers. IQD reevaluation, waiting with anticipation. I'm patient and impatiently waiting to be patient. Let's go. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. 
Star Talkers recording, press one. The recording has started. It's time. Welcome to the Information Superstation, TNT. Hosted by that dynamic duel, Tony and Ray Rinfro. They're super fantastic and fantabulous, sir, to the empty degree. Bringing you the latest and greatest Iraqi dinar revaluation information from around the globe, east to west. It's the best. So sit back, relax, and get ready to have your mind blown in the TNT Intel Zone. Good afternoon, TNT Super Fantastic Family. Today is Monday, October 17, 2022. Raven 98 here, along with... Good evening, TNT. It is a marvelous Monday. I'm sure we got stuff to talk about since last Wednesday. So I know there's a million questions. I only got 100,000 answers. But we're going to do it anyway. But, guys, I just took my glasses off. And I can't see good with my glasses off. I can't see the little writing, but I talk better. No, <laughs> Listen, you know, Ray always tell. I, I'm sorry I even got to start the call with this, but he always <laughs> tells me I talk this way. He's like, they ought to listen. They ought to pay attention. It ain't my fault they don't listen. <laughs> like, but you guys, everybody says, Block them, cut them off, don't let them talk to you. I want to talk to you. I want you guys to send me your questions. I want to answer you. But I can't take all this, is there a call today, what time is the call? We put the tweet out when there's a call. Especially when we clearly told everybody paying attention, Friday's call and Monday's call will be in the afternoon because Ray is traveling. Friday was bad enough, but today it was just ridiculous. <laughs> so first time I ever felt, but I'm telling you guys, it was just unnecessary for people to contact me, ask me about a call that we already said would be Monday afternoon. Ray, what's going on? All quiet on my end. No questions, no comments. I know we just put anything out. Well, let me ask you first of all: Did you have a good weekend? Oh yeah, we had a a a blast. Both cities, Jacksonville and Fort Lauderdale. A lot of good memories down there. Florida's still in place. Everybody living good. Mm -hmm. Got some TNT people. Well, great. I'm glad to hear that part. All right. Other than that, do we have any questions? Sure, two. Puddle just P two. and W. So far, just two. Yeah. Puddle okay. P and W says, "How much is the CBI in Maliki's pocket? Are they truly aligned for Iraq?" <laughs> hmm. Al Kazimi appointed the CBI governor, but. I mean, I guess we'll see. They kept saying they were trying to do the right thing. But I'm going to go over some information from the CBI in a minute here. 
and uh, we'll see. What's the other question? Uh, Jimmy and Casey has a few questions that you're probably going to address in your comments, but if you want me to go ahead and shoot them out first, I will. All right, go ahead. All right, he starts off with the curse caused Soleil and Cassini to lose. We would have been on the way to an RV um, without delay, et cetera. Maliki never kept his word to the Kurds on the oil and gas law. Why would they vote for him in the framework instead of Soleil, knowing that Soleil would nominate Kadimi for prime minister? And then Kadimi did keep his agreement and make payments to them until the Supreme Court voided it. That's the first part. Do you want to answer some of that first, or? No. So he says out of all of that, did someone get paid off to make the deal for Rashid? Okay. Who's next? Okay. Yeah, because if they did, we couldn't say that. Just (laughs) if they didn't, you know. Number two says, will Iran continue to steal even more from Iraq through the framework? wants the Denari values and not worry about having to make an agreement on the nuclear deal? That's a good question. All right, that is two questions. Two more. What is this to keep Maliki in the framework from taking as much of the reserves as they can get? And will the framework government go through with the China deal for purchasing oil? That was all of it. Okay. All very good questions. So, the UN stepped in. If you guys don't know what happened last week, UN, US stepped in and gave them a time frame to have their government done, which was prior to the riots on the 25th. They met with everybody, got agreements, even though it wasn't in writing, took the vote. Now, they know Shadar couldn't do a whole lot to cause a riot after the vote. So they went on with the vote. Because that was the only option they had other than the government assigning somebody. So you say, why did the Kurds agree with the framework? Because that was the only way they were going to have a government before they were put back in Chapter 7. Because Sadar wasn't going to do anything but let it continue on and do that. They didn't want to be put back under the tutelage of the UN and be redirected. That's what they didn't want to happen. A lot of people are looking at it. Even some Washington Post, others saying Sadar loses all his power and authority by letting this happen. Sadar feels he wins because he said he's letting the people have what they need as a government to get the things that they want without him participating. You guys remember now, this is still a chess game. So we're still making moves. Because the game's not over. Uh, it just looks good right now. So now they made the move. They had to vote two days before they were supposed to. Why? 
just before because they set a date for the vote. They had it two days before because they didn't want the people to be standing outside their door while they were trying to take the vote. So they went in and had the vote done at that time. The Kurds agreed with the framework. They were already with the framework because what the Kurds' position was, was correct. They got the largest number of votes. They were fighting for the same thing al Kazimi was fighting for, but on the opposite side. In Kurdistan, the vote was flipped from the traditional group to the smaller, so from the Democrats to the Union. But they didn't want to honor it, just like Maliki didn't want to honor it. So they're both having the same issue, except for Maliki and them offered the Union what they wanted. We're going to vote when it comes down to it in your half, if that's what we need to do. We're going to vote for your guy. But the Democrats are going with Sadar and the things that he wanted overall. That's why they went in opposite directions, because it was about what is always about, self-preservation, not about what's best for the people. Now, even though Maliki and them offered the Kurds what they wanted, they'll probably never see it. But they believe this time he's going to be different because that's what he said. It's going to be different this time because things are different now. We're going to do it different. So we're going to have to wait and see if that, in fact, does happen. They're going to have to wait because he already controlled the judicial, the federal court, and they already said no. So now what's he going to do? Go back and have him say yes? There's going to have to be a law put in place to make it legal, and then they're going to have to have the votes. But that's down the road. It's not today or tomorrow, but they got what they wanted, their guy in the republic. And we don't know why they're fighting over that. It's just a symbolic position. He has no authority. He doesn't control anything. I mean, he's putting out statements. Oh, he's going to fight for the Constitution, fight for their rights, do all that. In Kurdistan... Yeah, but as far as overall Iraq, but you don't mean a thing. What you want doesn't mean a thing, and we already know that. Or that agreement would have went through. But that's why they sided with the framework, because the framework was siding with them and saying, you're right, they're treating you wrong, even though they were doing the opposite with Saddam. Saying you got the most votes, but it doesn't count. And Kurdistan and telling the union, you got the most votes, so your guy should automatically be it. That's how that whole thing works, the hypocrisy of it, or talking out of both sides of your mouth, however you want to look at it. But now we're done. We're past that. There's a president of the republic. He nominated their guy. He has 30 days to put his government together, even though... Since he's their guy the whole time and he had agreements in place, it shouldn't take him 30 days. I figured he'd be done in 15 days. They came out and said, hey, he'll have the government in place in two weeks. 
Then they said he'll have his government in place in 10 days. Today, they're saying his government will be in place in two days, and they're going to vote on a new prime minister this week. That's what they're saying this morning. All these positions will be in place. Now, Sadar is not fighting it. Sadar didn't say anything about it. Okay, I did it. I heard the UN. I heard the European Union. I heard the US. We don't want none of that in the street, guys. We don't want that. And he says, okay. They're saying, why is Sadar being so quiet? Why is he not saying anything? Why are they not in the streets already? His spokesperson came out and said, hey, Sadar is going to give the government six months. Six months. So we can see the reforms, so we can see how they work, everything else. So we can see that they're going to do what they say they're going to do. They have six months, or he will take to the streets once again. Now, that's what one of his leaders came out and said. Then Sadar put out a tweet yesterday himself. He said, this government is not going to work. They are still trying to be built with the militia, with guns in the street, as their right arm. They are still corrupt. He said, when the prime minister puts his cabinet together, he better not have any of the old people in there. Nobody that's part of the government, nobody that was part of the corruption, nobody he thinks is bad should be in there when he names his new government. That's what his tweet said. His tweet said, for everybody in our party, from the ministers down to the city mayor, I need everybody to resign from their position and walk away from this government, do not participate. Mayors, councilmen, governors, Senate, congressmen, he wants everybody to walk away right now. And if you don't, you're a traitor. You're no longer part of our group. You know who you are, on and on and on. So the framework, their new prime minister is supposed to actually, he's trying to meet with Sadar this week. He's trying to offer him six ministerial positions and try to put a government together that he can live with. And they're saying he still doesn't want to talk to him. He doesn't want the six positions. He's not going to participate at all. Now, that could change. But we got to look and see what happens. But here's the real thing that Walt is absolutely going to love because I know he loves it. It's right here. Let me see. There was an advance agreement. Let me see. On Friday, the preliminary political understanding had been reached on the appointment of the three deputies to the President of the Republic. Three deputies. 
in existence to an agreement regarding the distribution of the municipal portfolios. Those three, Vice President, Nuri Maliki, Fatah Alliance, I mean, Amiri, and Kajar. The three people that Sadar doesn't want involved in the government, <laughs> he's making the vice president. Hasn't gone through yet, but they're saying that's what was agreed before he was voted in. So that's the next thing we got to wait and see if it actually happens. Why would you make Maliki a vice president if the court has him on house arrest? <laughs> If he's here to go through a trial, it's because of all the corruption and thieving. His name's at the top of the list. Well, it still gives him that protection. And we're going to have to wait and see if they, in fact, vote on Thursday like they're saying they're going to and that the complete new government is in place. Now, other than that, Sudanese, he's still saying all the right things. I'm going to do away with corruption. I'm going to do away with the thievery. I'm going to make sure the Integrity Commission arrests people. He's saying all those things. And they're actually naming some people already, but that was all done under Al Qaeda. We have yet to see what they're going to do. We know what they're saying about it. Now, for all the reasons I just gave you, I can tell you, there's no banks on standby, alert, or anything else because nobody's moving till they see what happens. It doesn't even make sense for people to be telling you that the rates are changing anything else at this moment. Now, oil is definitely going to go up because of what OPEC did. We know that. Iraqi reserves are going up as they continue to go up every month. On hand, they say they now have $20 billion that hasn't even been invested. Now, that's besides their reserve. So there's a lot of money available, but CBI is saying now is not the time to change the rate. Why would we change the rate, even though it hurts the people, when we're making all this money. That's what they said. When it's building up, making our country look good. Well, the reason is for the people. And are they not going to continue to stand for making all this money and they're not getting any of it? Now, CBI is supposed to say that. They're not supposed to say, hey, the government set next week we're going to do the RV. But here's the other thing that happened this month. Iraqis made more deposits in banks than they have ever made. Moved more money to banks than they have ever. And they're excited about it. And the reason behind it is because they know something's getting ready to happen. And the fastest way to get it converted is to have the money in the bank. Because they've been educated, and this is what Iraq needs for it to actually go through with this plan. 
So, to answer some questions, will they continue to steal? Yes. Because that's what they do. You're not going to stop it all in one day. One of their financial guys put out today, the way you stop the theft in the auction is to make the dinar equal to the dollar. And we already know that. That stops the theft. Because that's where the biggest part of the theft is coming from, and the money is being moved to Iran. Just stop the auction. Or oh, you got to stop it because they said they can't stop it because they still need dollars to buy uh, foreign assets and things because it's bought with dollars, not the not. But they can make it equal to Iran can't benefit from it. That's what we're looking forward to as far as the auctions go. The banks still know it's going to happen. The contractors still know it's going to happen. They just don't know at what moment. And even though Sadar's minister said he's going to give them six months to see if they do the changes, the reforms that the citizens want. Once he names his ministers on Thursday, and if the corrupt are still there, that could change all that. We don't know. I'm just being honest with you guys. We just don't know until he names those ministers. But if Maliki, Amiri, Abadi, Mahdi is still all part of the minimum and it's just the same old, same old, why should he wait six months? I wouldn't. Would you? But we'll see what happens. It's still a chess game being played. All right, Ray, let's go. What's next? I think, did I answer all four questions? Because I thought I was. Yeah, sounded like it to me. Oh, okay. Okay, so that takes us to um, live callers. We really and only had two questions. Yep, only two questions. Okay. All right. 360 Erico, you are on. Let me see. Oh, it didn't open up. Let me try it again. Hello? There you hey. are. Hey, hey. That's you. Well, good sure afternoon, was. Ray. Glad you're home safe and sound. Good afternoon, Tony. Thank you very much. I think it's still afternoon, isn't it, for you, Ray? It's not 6 o'clock yes. yet. Yes. Yeah, right. good. So I'm well, glad well, you had a good trip. Huh. That's what I want to know. Say again, Tony. I said, how did you get on first this time? Um, 1458. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The early, the early bird gets the worm, Tony. That's an old you saying. Got you're, not old <laughs> you're not old enough to have heard that. But it's an old saying. Trust me. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, God, I tell you what. If, had I not been reading any any um, post that Tish makes, I I try to read, and um, because she'll she'll put the stuff in there that I think is not only relevant but poignant, and I have to laugh every time that there's one from Maliki that says how he's going to do this and do that and how they got to go after the corrupt and they got to do this and that and to me 
I think he his speech writer or his letter writer has to be the same guy that's working for Putin because he said he's not after killing a bunch of people and uh, civilians in Ukraine and they're still mowing them down. And so I think that Maliki's guys are, are have to be schooled in the same way that Putin's guys are. So that for the people, if they if two days goes by or however many and they they said that the one thing in one of the posts that Tish posted was that they're going to have twenty twenty two ministers. And that 12 of them will be from the framework, and 10 will be from everybody else. And they figured all this out, ironically, um, it came out in the post, that they were meeting at Maliki's house to make these decisions. Well, I found that to be, um, one, convenient for him, especially if he was under house arrest, Um and that um, everything would be decided beforehand, so they very well could um, come in with two days and then everybody's appointed. I guess the it, it had a I had an epiphany, Tony, about this and thinking about how can this all actually work out. And my thought is that Sauter, because he used to be the head of all the militias in Iraq. And then he went through some kind of epiphany and decided that he had to say in public that Iran was, and that we were bad, and that um, he's just for uh, Iraq. And I'm, I'm thinking to myself, in all this history that he has with them, there's a possibility that maybe somebody owes somebody something and it would have to do obviously with Iran and with solder and so that's that's something that hasn't really dawned on me as to why he wouldn't have already started the meeting all this all this stuff that's happening um, just proves that nothing's going to change and he's out of the political system now, or so he says, and he's telling all his people to behave and not go nuts. And, of course, the, if, if the U.S. and um, the United Nations didn't hear that stuff going on, they would have closed it down already, indicating that they knew that the corruption was still guarding the hand house. So that's when I had that thought. I, and the one thing, it, it hadn't occurred to me until just the other day, um, that he's been silent for a reason. And it may be a chess game, but it may be a paying of dues as well. And I think that that's, that's the part that I had a hard time with and, and that really kind of leads into the question that I that I prefaced it with just a few details. That is there a possibility in your mind that the whole thing has been a what was that 
song and dance, uh, karaoke or no, not karaoke. Remember the term they used for uh, kabuki? That was it. The, this was all a kabuki dance show um, for the press and for the people and everybody else. You think there's any chance of that? You mean the whole year or just the end point? <laughs> well, it, I well, guess we can narrow down the time frame. I'm okay with that. Yeah, just the end so of the year. So Sadar was with Iran. Maliki was uh-huh. with Iran when they were uh-huh. running from the U.S. So Sadar thought when he came back, that Iran was going to put him in charge of Iraq, but they didn't. They put Maliki in charge. So that's why he went against Iran, okay? Because putting me in charge would have been for the people. But you didn't. You put him in charge so you guys could just steal more. And you didn't give me my power and authority. So that's why he flipped on Iran. I mean, he didn't like the U.S. because we killed his father. So he went to Iran. And now he didn't like Iran because they tried to kill him because they didn't give him his power and authority. But at the bottom line, if you look at it, he's saying, well, I'm just here for the people now. I'm not stealing. I'm not taking money. I didn't even want to run. You guys made me run. I wanted somebody else to run. I just endorsed him so I could be for the people. But you made me run just to calm the people down because that's what happened. I can see that. And now he's in a no-win situation, framework, things that go on forever. I'm just going to bow out and you guys go ahead and do it and destroy it, and I'll come back and clean it up because that's how it was supposed to work. They couldn't get it done either, though, with or without him until this point when he had to really let his partners in the triplet go and say, hey, you guys go to your own, because nothing can happen if they don't get your votes, because there's not enough votes out there. So, yeah, it happened. He was talked to. He, he was raising hell, because he preferred the U.S. to take it over the U.N. The U.N. and U.S. says, but we don't want to. We want them to form a government so you look good to the rest of the world so we all can get our money out this deal. We don't want to go through that again. We will before we let you destroy it, but that's not what we want to do. That's why when he came out with his statement, neither the East nor the West won, and neither did the people because you guys are going to see what's about to happen. So nobody's winning. We're just going to do it again a year and a half, but we're going to change the law. Does that change anything? Like kids are saying for them stealing, they're going to steal for the next year and a half. They're going to have to steal it in a different way. Because so many people are now naming names, naming divisions, like the $400 billion that just came out. They say it was stolen between 2015 and that. But he named names all the way down to individuals. 
but these are the little guys who are going to get blamed for it, but the big guys set it up for them. I don't know if you guys saw that or not. They set it all up, and then they closed the divisions that reached to them. They set up bank, bank accounts and had these little guys sign off on moving the money all over to their accounts out of the country. But anyway, now all that's being exposed. A lot of things, so it could very well be different. So I like the six months that Sadar said they could have last week. Six months. If not, I'm going to tear it down. Can't nobody say nothing because you didn't do anything you said you're going to do. But yesterday when he came out and said, if you appoint this government on Thursday and any of these people are in it, it's not going to be a good thing. That concerns me. He's like, why would I wait the six months when I already know what they do? Well, we're going to have to wait and see on Thursday. And that's what everybody's doing. Because there's no bank on standby alert or during the payout or anything else. Because they're going to wait and see on Thursday who he appoints and what Siddhar actually does. Right. Well, that was my second question, and you answered it. So I'm good with that. So you think, he, you think not to paraphrase, that um, he won't wait the six months to burn it down if all those guys are in there and, and got the blessing of the parliament and are voted in, then he'll burn it down. You think? He said he's not going to be happy, so I don't know how that translates. <laughs> okay. We're going to have to okay. wait and see. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see. I mean, to me it stinks, but we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens. And, uh, yeah, this like isn't a negative, guys. It couldn't happen without the government. They weren't going to do the RV, never, without a government in place. They still want Sadar to calm down, and maybe the UN, the U.S., everybody gets to and says, okay, you know, let's see what they do in six months. In a year and a half, you're going to be back at the table, and you can control everything. That's what they're telling us. In a year and a half, the law is going to be changed. You're going to be the big vote winner, and you'll control it all if you can just wait that long. So we'll see. Right. Yeah. And if the people will wait that long. You don't think they No, the people are going to wait that long for an RV, but the control of it stops the corruption. I can't see people going through another winter and, and the reserves are $120 billion. Their surplus is at $30, $40 billion. They got all this money, and they're still starving. That just doesn't make any sense. Sure, sure. Well, that's good. I'm good with that. I guess we just get time will tell. Hey, Ray, time will tell. So we just got to yes, wear it out and see what happens. Because there's nothing to right. do anyway. Sir. All right. Well, I'm right. glad you're back, and I'm glad you're back too, Tony. And um, we, I guess, we'll see. So I'll get out of the way and get to the next one. Thanks a lot. All right. All right, Thank sir. You, sir. Thank you. Two eight one area code. You are on. Hey Ray. Hey Tony. How you guys doing? Hey there. Fantabulous, sir. Instagram and yourself. I'm good. Can't complain. 
All right. Well, I do have some questions. Um, so, Tony, uh, where you were discussing with Walt about <clears throat> the six-month thing with um, Sadar, I guess he's going to wait and see what they do. But, okay, so do you feel that if he if he does wait for the six months, in the meantime, the rate you feel will change? Or will they hold that up as well? <clears throat> what would make no, I think the, no, I think the rate will change because, guys, the rate was built into the 22 budget already. And okay. when the budget passes, it's going to change. So it has to be in the 23 budget. And if they pass either one of those budgets, then the rate has to change. Mm-hmm. So, again, what do you think would make them not um, open these budgets. I mean, we've waited so long. Some of them are from previous years haven't been open. What? What's the? Is it just that the people will just get tired? Is what you're thinking? That's going to force a lot of this. I mean, why would they? I mean, you know what I'm saying? They haven't done anything well, to, at this point. So. Okay. To get all those contracts written and change their economy, they're going to have to change the budget. Mm-hmm. Now, they're telling people probably just the opposite. They're saying, no, all these countries came in and signed this agreement with our current rate. And if we do anything to mess it up, it would mess up their money. They signed the agreements based on the new rate. And that's why none of the contracts have gone into effect or anything mm-hmm. else. Current rate is what they're waiting for. They'd be doing business right now. But mm-hmm. they wanted that new rate. So those are things we know that the people don't know, even if they're saying them to them. So I okay. do see it. They wanted to change in order to put in any of the reforms, which is build any of those schools, buildings, give jobs, or the rate has to change. Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> well, um, I know that one of the economic affairs persons over there He's a specialist, I think. His his last name is Al Sadie or somebody. He feels that um, that the government has a golden opportunity to reduce the exchange rate, you know, of the dollar. And uh, he said in the local markets and raise the value of the Iraqi dinar. I mean, we know a lot of these people know all of this stuff, but at the same time, it's just been a struggle with the political parties over there to get anything done. So I'm just hoping. And I guess I'm still confused as to if Maliki got all these chains on his legs, he can't leave out the house. How did he get all this authority from the house to do all this foolishness? I mean, he's pulling the strings. I think I asked that question the last time we had a call. Does this kind of delay or deter him from being able to, to make the calls on a lot of things? And it seems like he's still doing the same thing, whether he's in jail or not, or arrested or not. And he's got a lot of power, it seems like to me, and nothing is changing. You know what I'm saying? So do you feel he will go to jail? Is he going to jail? (laughs) That's my point. Okay. First of all, when Al Capone was indicted, he was still Al Capone. Yeah. Everybody still did what he said because he wasn't in jail yet. And then when he was sentenced and went to jail, 
Some people still did what he said because they never knew when he was going to come back out or if he was going to come back out and be in charge. Wow. Maliki is no different because he was charged. He went to court. They sent him home. Now, Mm -hmm. just like, and guys, this isn't political because somebody's going to go there. This is reality. Just like they're going after Trump right now, and they got all these court cases, he's not convicted of anything. So do they still listen to him, still do what he says do? Absolutely. Are they still concerned about him? Absolutely. Maliki's no different. They're going to do that. And then, in the end, even if he gets three, four years, but they change the law and say he can't come back because one guy already got convicted and they brought him back in the government. Their laws are different from ours. He could steal. There's always going to be some people that are just loyal to you. His party is still loyal to him because they really don't know what's going to happen. And more than just him, he is still Iran's pet rock or favorite child, however you want to look at it, until he isn't. And right now he is, because he's still getting everything done that they want done. So the fact that they won lets him breathe a whole lot easier, because we know he already controls the Supreme Court. So, again, that's my point. It just seems like with him still pulling these strings, it's like it's a yo-yo. And how will we ever get to what, where we need to be with him still pulling his side and, you know, Sadar doing what he wants or whoever will take Sadar's place if he leaves. And we ever get this rape change. That's my whole thing right there. Will we ever get to that point because it seems like <clears throat> they're just constantly bickering back and forth, back and forth. And well, it's here. because Iran never wanted to go through, but Iran has yeah. lost a significant amount of their authority in Iraq mm-hmm. as far as the people willing to stand up to him, Sadar, and what is Sadar going to do? And event it doesn't happen, and the people don't get theirs. So that threat is always there right now. Sadar and the people hitting the streets and tearing it all down. So they're going to have to give them something. And in order to give them anything, they can change the rate back because a sucker is a sucker all day. If they say, oh, man, just like here in the U.S., like I told you guys, they'll raise the gas up to 550 and take it down to 350 and everybody be jumping up and joying. Well, wasn't it just $2 before this all started? But they'll be happy at 350 which they could always yeah. do. For their people. But what they can't do is do it for the international community because that's not what they're looking for. That's not right. what all this is based on. Mm-hmm. Now, again, they're in there, and you guys are going to look at it, where the U.S. didn't want China in the China agreement to go through, it could possibly go through. But we don't know who his ministers are going to be. 
if he's going to give Kurdistan the ministers they need, those who want, or the independents, or how that vote's going to go. It's going to be easier for them to get it through because they wanted it through, and now they're running everything. So we'll have to mm-hmm. wait and see what happens. And you said this was should we should know that by when? What day again? He said he's going to have his government in place. And they're going to vote on Thursday, so we'll see. Thursday, okay. That's All what right. they said. Thank the you, next sir. two days. So. Yeah. Well, we'll see. See what happens. Thank you. Y'all have a good day. Okay. okay. Bye bye. Bye bye. Eight four three. Erico, you are on. Eight four three Erico. Eight four three. Every nine then I Okay. You come back when you're paying attention. So that takes us to um four one seven Erico. You are four one seven. You are on. <laughs> Is today Friday? Oh, okay. right. Nobody paying attention. Three one two area code. You are on. Well, good afternoon, Ray. Good afternoon, Tony. How are you? Fantabulous. Uh, super. You're the integrity. Good. And yourself. But I am paying attention, but I have too much background noise, so I'm gonna have to pass. I thought okay. I could right. right now, but I'm not. Thank you. Thank you. All right, eight four three. This is your lucky day. You get yeah, another shot at it. The just still not ready. Okay. Nope. And that was it. Oh wait a minute. Seven five four popped back up. I thought. All right. Seven five four. You're on. Good afternoon, Tony. Good afternoon, Ray. Hope you enjoyed your time in Florida. Sure Um, did. Pouring rainy afternoon here today. Um, I didn't know that the call was on. Um, I got a call that it was on. We never got a tweet. But, and let me see if I'm asking this the right way since I missed part of the call. Um, With the coordinated framework in power, and then putting back all the people that we do not want in the government, and money flowing to Iran, why would this ever happen? The country is right back where they were before Kazemi came into power. So the framework is getting what they want. Iran's getting money. Why, why would this ever even happen now with all the wrong people in the government? And... The second part of that question is, what power does Sadar have now that his group was loaded out of power to even say, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that? Okay. Good question. Here we go. The people in Sadar have the same power. They have each other. They have the streets. They can tear it all down. And they've let them know, once again, they are willing to do that. So while they have another opportunity, this time it's put up or shut up, and that's where the change is going to come. Okay? It's not like it was before. They just do it, do it, and they were fighting themselves. 
It's more like it was on October 2019 when the people were ready to burn it down, but they're looking for that change. And like this time, they have Sadar standing in the wings who has his group willing to go with the people and lead the people to burn it down. That's the difference. Okay, and what about the fact that the framework is back in power? Do they really want this RV to go through? Well, it doesn't matter if they want it to go through. That's what I'm telling you. This time around, they have to make changes in order to stay in power longer than a year and a half. Everything has to come. year and a half is coming anyway. That's all they have. They had to change the law because that was an agreement through the UN, the voting law. They got to hold elections in a year and a half, and they have to make the changes in order to be voted in that year and a half. If they just leave everything like it is, they know Sadar's numbers will double next time. Okay. And what so the, the meeting that right, the meeting that was in Washington between the World Bank, IMF, the delegation from Iraq, um, when we read about that meeting, several of us that are in this thought, well maybe what they're discussing is the changing of the rate. Do you know what those meetings last weekend were all about? Well, they already discussed the changing of the rate. And they already know how it's going. I think it was more setting up uh, additional policies for Iraqi banks with the international communities, more than about the RV itself or the rate. And the fact that the people are putting more and more money into the banks, you think that is going to be some type of catalyst to push this forward? Because that's something the citizens never did before and are doing now. Yes. I think that's giving the country more power, uh, more uh, money in the banks. Like they said, first time they ever had that much in deposit. It's giving their currency more credibility in the international community. So, yes, I do think that is part of the outreach. And you got to remember, if they're putting more money in the bank, then it's coming more with digital society, so they're going to use less dollars on the street. Okay, and I don't know if you said this, at, discussed this at the beginning of the call before I got on, and if I'm being redundant, I apologize. Um, do you think after Thursday um, something should be accomplished before the end of the year, the RV, or do you think we're going into 2023? Oh, that's what I meant to ask Walt, because Walt follows everything that Trish says and does and put out. And Trish didn't tell me, but I got word she did tell everybody else, this is not going to happen until 2023. Okay. So that's what Trish said. <laughs> I, don't I don't know. It's very, it's possible. Hey, it's possible it could happen. They could just, you know, slam it down everybody's throat real quick while they got all this money and things are going great. Because come 2023, I mean, it has to be when the 23 budget comes out. 
But the UN told Iraq, you guys got to have your 23 budget by the end of the year. Which means what? If they guide and approve it, they do it on the 1st. Or they can approve the 22nd budget and go ahead and go through with it. I can't tell you guys when because they don't want us to know when. I can tell you it's available and the opportunity is right now. I just don't know when the government goes through what they're going to do. If it looks positive, then they'll push it. If they're still questioning it, they're going to give them their time to go ahead and approve it. But I look for it by the end of November, if that's what you want to know. Uh, I'm hoping okay. we'll know Thursday how smooth things are going to be. If it looks good, then we'll see it. If there's still going to be a fight, it could go to 2023. But let me call Tish and ask her. Hold on. No, go ahead. <laughs> That's it for today. It's thundering here, so I don't want to stay on the phone in case lightning hits. And I guess we'll be back on Wednesday. Thank you for your time. Bye-bye. Already. All right. Five one two area code. You're on. Well, hello guys. How are you today? Hey there. Fantastic. I don't know. A little concerned. I was wondering, did Ray send out a tweet or email? Are we operating under the same process? Ray sent out a tweet. I talked about it before the call. We told everybody last Wednesday that on Thursday and Friday we're doing calls in the afternoon because Ray was traveling. Yeah, yeah I heard Monday. that last Yeah, I was just double-checking. I heard that last week, so I was just making sure I didn't miss anything today. That's all. Because, Tony, you always saying, you know, Ray never gets in trouble, so I was just getting ready to pick a bone with Ray. No, I'm just kidding. But, Ray, uh, <laughs> why? <laughs> Did you did, did you pack Why a lunch? Oh, you say what? Did you pack a lunch? No, I didn't pack a lunch. I had a light snack. Oh, well, oh. You, if you're trying to come at me, you better be prepared for all day. So you better pack a lunch. <laughs> okay, I'll remember that. No, I really no. You know, I don't. I'm not sure if Tony's subconscious. Sometimes spew information, but it made me wonder why is the open mic chat room and Zoom only open for like an elite group of people? Is ooh wee, ooh wee. Because most of the time, well, everybody's asking how can we get on, but everybody keeps saying you can't get on. The elite group of people that you're referring to are the TNT members. Because all 19,000 of them have access to Zoom if they want to. It's posted in chat every time we go live. If they're in chat, they capture the, the meeting ID number and go in. But, I mean, can anybody just And all the open mic happen? folks have access to it, too. It's shared on open mic. So it's, there's no elite thing. It's Well, the only people that don't have immediate, easy access is if you're not on open mic and if you're not a TNT member. Well, that's what I'm saying. You so, have to be a TNT member, and so, we're qualified but, as a member. Well, we have almost 20,000 people that are TNT members. They have access to a website. They got in before it closed out. 
And then oh, okay. just a couple so, thousand so, on open yeah. bikes. So. Oh, okay. Because I was just curious about something Tony said, and I don't like I said I didn't really know if he was joking about you guys mm-hmm. sharing pertinent information with each other, and we may not be recipients of that because it was just weird. You know, we can all get to the donation page, and I, it just makes me look curious if they're getting, you know, information that we need. But, uh, you know, Tony, he's well, a big jokester. Okay. Dude, I want so to no, it, it's not information <laughs> that you need. The information that you need, you are getting it on this call. Oh, okay. All right. Well, just now, there are those of us that dig and probe and, and do other things, but it's not information that everybody else needs. But it's oh, information okay. we share when we find it, and it benefits some of us along the way. But it, but it by no means is anything detrimental to what you're trying to do. Oh, I get it. I the get RV. Right. So it's not going to be anything that will be detrimental because you didn't find out about it. Oh, okay. I guess that's just Tony being messy on the call. All right, Ray, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> no, he was being truthful, but it was just the way that he worded it. <laughs> I was going to say, if you don't know, you better find somebody on open mic and ask them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. But, you know, on a, on, a, on, a, on a serious note, though, guys, you all have to know and understand financial information that, that's out here isn't always available for everybody all at the same time, especially if it's something that everybody isn't doing. So then that means those who are fortunate enough to learn about it paved the way so that the others can just pick up the breadcrumbs and follow along. So that's some of what we're doing. We're we're doing something where there's some avenues that I'm looking at that I I can't take 20,000 people at one time. It wouldn't work. Right. But if a few thousand get in, then we leave some breadcrumbs, and tell another few thousand. Then we leave some breadcrumbs. Tell another few thousand. Before you know it, all twenty thousand have gotten in. They just didn't all come through at the same time. The window isn't that big. Oh, okay. I was just curious because okay. I've been jumping in on quite a few of your webinars, and they've been very interesting, enlightening to me. And I just was wondering if you know there was a way to jump in on the open mic in the chat room or Zoom, or if I was missing something. But I get it. Okay. No, you don't get it. You are missing something. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just not detrimental to your financial well-being. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, that's good. Cause, yeah, that's my main concern. Right. What you right, know won't hurt you in this situation. But anyway. All right. Thank you, dear. Okay. <laughs> Have a good right. one. Okay. Now, okay. all them open mic people are going to see Tony, see what you started, see what you did. <laughs> I already get it. Anyway. All right, so, Ray. All right. I got to go to something else real yeah. quick. Yeah. See? I knew she was going to be the first one, too. See? Anyway, um, some people are saying they just got the tweet. Yeah. 522. Huh? Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened. They got hung up in the system. I don't need put it together and, and, and put it out there and put it in the forum. And, but I didn't realize until 
a few people were texting me saying, well, I didn't get the tweet. I said, yeah, it's, it's in there. So I went and looked myself, and I said, well, it's not here. So I just retyped it all and sent it out again. Oh, oh, because oh, I was looking at the time. I was going to say it went out at this time, but it says it went out 10 minutes ago. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened the first time that I hit send. I guess it's a glitch or something. It just didn't shoot it out when I posted it everywhere else. Oh, sorry, guys. Sorry about that. But it's recorded. Well, anyway, so. Oh, yeah. I'm going to say we did record it. All right. All right. We good? Okay. Next caller, 610 area code. You are on. Hey, good evening, Ray, and good afternoon, Tony. It is NPA. Hey, man, how you doing? Doing super fantastic, gentlemen. It is another dynamite day here in the USA, and because of the hour, I'm going to keep it to the short version. So here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, for all of you who are new to the call and all of you who didn't know, all these calls and all the means of communication that Ray and Tony use to keep us informed need to be paid for. And it's up to all of us out here in the currency community to send in our payments in order to buy airtime to keep this information superstation on the air. You can help by going to www.tntsuperfantastic.com, clicking on that red payment button, and when you do, the name and address will come up to where you can send your checks and money orders made payable to Raymond Renfro, P.O. Box 1748, Elm City. That's just like the tree. Elm City, North Carolina, 27822. And when you're making out those checks and money orders, please remember to make them payable to Raymond Renfro. And please remember to include your phone number on those checks and money orders That way it makes it easier for Ray to track those payments as they come in. For all of you who'd like to donate electronically, you can go to the TNTSuperFantastic.com website, click on that red payments button, and scroll down to where you will find the instructions to use the debit or credit card of your choice. Click on the click here, Instructions, and follow the prompts as you go through. In the block where you were asked to type in your name on the card, after you have typed in your name on the card, hit the space bar twice, and in that same block, type in your phone number. Again, that helps Ray track those payments as they come in. After you have typed in your debit or credit card information, at the bottom of the page is that blue pay key. After you have clicked on that blue pay key, stay on the page for a second or two. You'll then receive a circle with a check mark and a sentence that says, thank you for supporting the TNT blog talk radio show. This way, you know, your payments have gone through successfully. Remember to do it today, ladies and gentlemen. You'll be very, very glad that you did. As always, Ray and Tony, thank you for all you continue to do for us. Thank you again to both of your families for continuing to share you with us. Ray, welcome back, and make it a dynamite rest of the day. Thank you, gentlemen. Yes, sir. Thank all you right. very much. Glad to be back. Thank you, sir. I didn't even You're think very, you were up welcome. here. That was a little bit of a surprise. Appreciate it. Thanks. All right. You're welcome. You're welcome. 
Okay, that was the last caller with the hand up. All right, guys. So it was good news from last Wednesday. Actually, today, I mean, the president of the republic is done. It was a big step. There's no riots in the streets. They're not even talking about rioting on the 25th now. Everybody's calm and quiet. I guess they're waiting to see what his ministers look like and what happens to that. We know he had 30 days. I thought he would at least take 15. He announced that he was going to I mean, it should have been done in 10. I mean, they said two weeks first. Then they said 10 days it'll be done. Now they're saying it'll be done Thursday, and they will vote on the prime minister and have a full functioning government this week. That's when we can start looking for things to really take off. But first of all, we got to see if Thursday happens. That's our next step. Do they have a full functioning government on Thursday? If some, if so, then the door is kicked wide open, and we should start hearing back from the Treasury banks and everybody else about what our next steps are. So do what I'm going to do. Enjoy the rest of your day. Be super fantastic while you're doing it. Share the super fantastic. All right, right, ladies and gents. If you look in the forum, you will see that a training session is coming up Saturday for Houston, Texas. If you'd like to be in on that training session, go to the latest blast and tweet section of the forum. Click on that link and you can get all the data. That's going to do it for this marvelous herb Monday. We'll be back home day Wednesday. Keep believing. We sure do. This keeps me going. On those days when I feel like giving up. Fire.
if any two of us shall agree on anything on earth, that God will do it for us in heaven. And I know sometimes life has a way of knocking you down to the point where you can't even pray for yourself. But today, I want to agree with you that it's getting ready to get better. And right now, we are giving your problem an expiration date. And we're saying it's over. That you've been crying long enough. That you've been worried long enough. That you've been struggling long enough. And I believe that God's going to do it for you. I believe. Conference recording, press one. To return to the con- this session is no longer being recorded. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is a wrap. Enjoy your marvelous Earth Monday.